0: Diet
1: starts tomorrow.
0: But I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir.
1: I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin.
0: Remember, choose
1: like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy, and I am Emily, and today we have a scoop de jour and a dear DST for y'all. Yes, but first, how have you been, Emily? I, it, it's been a mix
0: lately. It's yeah. been a mix i I have to admit I've been kind of depressed the yeah. past few weeks. I have been not doing so hot with the mental health, okay. um, I'm sorry, yeah, you know. It's crazy. I, I was going through a period, like through the fall. Mm-hmm. This is another thing. I feel like this happens every year, mm-hmm. and you know, people talk about seasonal depression, sad, seasonal affective disorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, to a point that like, I wonder if it's real. And then winter comes around, and I'm like, no, this is yeah, real. yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, yeah. Um, but you know. I have been taking steps to improve my mental health. I just got a
1: puppy. Yay. And children are always the solution. Absolutely. <laughs> and they'll save your relationships. Yes. No. I, You know, I had been
0: thinking about it for a while. It wasn't like a spur-of-the-moment decision. And yeah. I also don't want to present this like, oh, I was feeling sad, so I got a puppy, so I for wouldn't sure. feel sad. Yeah, yeah, It's not like that. It really is like a good time in my life. I have the schedule for it. I have enough space. Mm-hmm. And I have enough love in my heart to mm-hmm. like give a dog a good life, you know? Um, and what's this new guy's new name? His name is Yahtzee. Yahtzee! Yeah, and he ugh, he's the cutest little squash. Really cute. yeah. But he's going to grow to be like 50 pounds. So watch out, world. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that part, of my week has been great, Mm -hmm. challenging, but Mm -hmm. great. But yeah, one thing that I notice, you know, as it relates to this podcast is that when I go into a bad state mentally and it doesn't matter what the impetus? Impetus. (laughs) It doesn't matter what the impetus is. It doesn't matter what caused it. Yeah. I immediately start getting so self-critical, and I start taking it out on my body. Mm. And specifically, like with me, it's always restriction. It's always like, mm-hmm. how can we control? Mm-hmm. How can we, you know, limit what we're eating? Or sometimes it it will go in the other direction. It's like I, I will self-soothe by yeah. eating more. Yeah. Um. But lately, it's it's like I have no physical problems, but I'm just sick to my stomach, and I don't know oh. why. And I. The, the, there's a lot of things that have been going on. I had some fraud committed against me yeah. that I still haven't worked out with the bank. It was a lot of money that got stolen out of my bank account.
1: Um, Gotta switch banks if they don't give it back.
0: Okay, I need to switch Fucked banks up. even if they do give it back because it's M&T and nobody uses yeah. it. And whenever <laughs> whenever I tell someone that, they're like,
1: what, what are is, you doing? Why do you belong to a fake bank? It's like the way that I pay for Pandora still. <laughs> you do not. I do. Wow. But that's like kind of retro. Yeah. I like it. I think they make really good mixes.
0: Really? Yeah. So somebody recommended to me a Pandora playlist and I was like, who the fuck are you talking to? I don't listen to Pandora. Me. Let (laughs) Me Love You by Mario. You remember that song? Love that song. You should let me love you. People hate it when I sing, but. Whatever. Um, <laughs> type in Let Me Love You into Pandora. Uh-huh.
1: Apparently it's the best playlist ever. The one that I start with is Sunrise by Gordon Lightfoot. Um How does that go? <sighs> Sunrise, Sunset. Sundown to think it's a sun. Is it like classic rock? Yeah, it's like seventies. And so it's good, really good driving music. Nice. It might be sundown. I don't know. But it's Gordon Lightfoot.
0: I I won't forget that. Yeah. I also never forget a Gordon Mm -hmm. or a Lightfoot. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what's been going on with me and Mm -hmm. and coming in here. It's like even for me and I've been I mean, you've been podcasting for what, 28 years, 28 years. Um, I've been podcasting (laughs) for 47 years, but still it is so hard to clear your head and to be like, I'm going to talk about this topic. The fortunate thing mm-hmm. is that we can also talk about our feelings.
1: Well, yeah. So that's I, that's what I was going to say is it is difficult to talk about it, but I, when like I'm going through a time right now where I feel like such a fraud because I have been so critical of my body and like I've been saying the meanest shit to myself like even this morning as a joke it was like it's me hi i feel ugly it's me like i just <laughs> yeah. i feel which uh
0: i mean it was a good parody
1: yeah but, and i immediately was like me too yeah um but i just it, it feels compounded now because i'm like not only am i being mean to me and like having really tough time like in my head living in my i'm body checking a lot i'm pinching a lot mm-hmm. like um grabbing onto the back of my arms and pulling it back I, I haven't done this in a really long time but I put my hands between my thighs and pulled them back in front of the mirror the other day and it like mm. I was like what am I like doing and for a second I was like I don't want to bring this up on DST because it's like exactly what we're not trying to do but like I'm, I'm kind of I'm not happy that you're on the same page as me but it is a nice reminder that recovery is not just like a one way thing. It's like ups and downs and backs and regressions and stuff. And it's like totally normal, but like I am having a tough time. Like just getting over my feelings about myself and then Feeling those feelings about, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. You know what's something that I was thinking about? I've said this before that like often when you're body checking or when you find yourself obsessing and not just about your body, but just obsessing about anything. Mm -hmm. I always say, think about what is actually causing you distress because usually it's something else. Mm -hmm. But I just realized basically in this moment, there are some days that you just don't feel pretty and that's, Mm -hmm. and everybody has those days. And Everybody has those days. <laughs> Everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> this is the musical hour over here. Um, <laughs> But do you think something else is causing it? Or do you just think like
1: you're just not feeling so hot? I don't know. I on, like I, I do think I'm like upset in other aspects too. But also like nothing is that wrong. You know that feeling? where yeah. you're like I feel bad and I don't know why. And like I want to blame one thing. But it's more like a few things a little bit and all together. Um, It just adds stress upon stress. Yeah. And then another thing is I recently spent some time with my family and I had a conversation where I was saying, oh, I think I'm going to get French onion soup for dinner. And one of my parents was like, you don't need that. I hate that. and (laughs) My grandma says that all the time. You don't need that. You don't need that and started telling me about the unhealthiness of French onion soup or whatever and I'm like, but you don't know what else I've eaten today and like Mm -hmm. also shut up. And it was the first time that my sibling heard them say something like that to me Oh, and it was my sister and she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that that was just said to you. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Do they say stuff to her like that too? Interesting. I, you know, I I don't think so. Actually, I'm I'm not sure. But but she seemed shocked enough that I don't think that they do.
0: Right. That's so interesting. I, I will say on the subject of French onion soup, since when has (laughs) French onion soup been been about what you need? Never. It's like donuts, like. Bonnie McFarlane has this joke like she took yeah. her daughter to Dunkin Donuts and her daughter's like I'm not hungry and she's
1: like, that's not what donuts that's not are the about. Point of donuts yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like no and also I did like I I did need it for the taste mm-hmm. like I haven't had one in such a long time I, I wanted either. it and now I want yeah, it yeah go get one were you at a French restaurant or just a restaurant that had French onion soup no I went to a French I literally. Everybody wanted uh, sushi for dinner or whatever. And I was like, I don't want that. I'm gonna go to dinner alone. <laughs> I did. Really? Yeah. That's a rock star. I just move. needed something that was gonna settle my stomach. And the, the sushi wasn't gonna do that. <laughs> Does the cheese cheese, bread, and <laughs> meat broth? You're one of a kind. <laughs> because that's on a lot of people's no-fly lists <laughs> in terms of food.
0: <laughs> cheese.
1: I literally bread- I had my soup went to sleep like a baby it was amazing i'm so
0: happy for you and you you didn't let that comment get to you
1: like yes and no because then i i eventually did have a talk with them like a few days later because i i genuinely i felt like you where i was like i am not up for this conversation in this moment Mm -hmm. like it just hurts let's move on or whatever um because I've already, I've already been feeling this way about my body and I'm trying to combat feeling this way. Yeah. You know, like, and you are not helping and you're making me feel like a fucking worthless, like, like, I don't know. I don't deserve to like, and I, I tried to explain it to this parent. I was like, I I need you to know I already think about what I eat more than I need to. I need you to know that like before I have every meal, I already have the conversation with myself. Do I deserve this? And that fucking sucks and it hurts and it takes me a really long time to eat sometimes in the morning because of that and like you don't know if this was my first meal of the day. So why mm-hmm. would you say that? Yeah. I, I'm really happy that you said that. Yeah. What
0: do you, was that a productive conversation or
1: was it a yes. dead end? Yes. No, they said this was a very good conversation, uh, a very substantive conversation.
0: Ooh, I like yeah. that. I That's like, an essay. Thank word. you. Now apologize. <laughs> <laughs> now make it all better. Yeah. Um, this is going to seem like a ridiculous comparison, but I I think about this moment mm-hmm. quite often. When I was in my early 20s, maybe, I had a friend who adopted cats, and these cats had a lot of health problems, Mm -hmm. and one of the cats she had to put down, I went with her to go put down this cat. It was heartbreaking. Is this me?
1: Am I the cat that needs to be? I think the cat... Well, I'll draw the comparison later, but
0: it it will come together, I promise. And I saw that whole experience, like the cat had cancer and had surgery, and then the cancer came back. It was this long, drawn-out journey, and it was time for the cat to go, right? Mm -hmm. Then she has this other cat who was seemingly fine, but I think the cat was seemingly fine just compared to the other cat, Uh right? Mm -hmm. So then a couple months later, she suddenly texts me Mm -hmm. and tells me I'm putting down my other cat today Jesus. she's having health problems she's not doing well i don't want to make her suffer she's been through too much nobody give this woman any cat <laughs> <laughs> cat killer <laughs> um, but but i was really shocked like yeah. after seeing the one cat go and and i had kind of felt close to these cats too mm-hmm. i texted her back almost immediately not thinking about my response mm-hmm. and i was like oh my gosh are, are you sure? Like, are are you sure hmm. it's time? Yeah. She seemed so healthy the last time I saw her. And this friend responded to me like, please don't ask me if I'm sure. I'm going back and yeah. forth in my own yeah, head yeah, yeah. about if this is the right decision. And, and this, you know, this is my best friend that I'm putting mm-hmm. down. So, like, don't question me in this moment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a similar situation where, like, if you're commenting on something that someone else is eating, chances are they already thought about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. whether the thought was, oh, I want this, I'm going to eat it, and I've made my decision, or should I be eating this? Like, is this good for me? Whatever it is, they made that decision. It's not up to you. Yeah. No matter how you yourself would handle that yeah. situation. Yeah, totally.
1: No, that's a good analogy. I'm glad I'm not the cat. and I'm.
0: Yeah, you're not the cat.
1: <laughs> the cat, I guess, is the meal. Yeah, I, I. it took a really long time. That conversation was actually, like, pretty in-depth, and I was- I was really proud of myself that I didn't get like super angry because remember we talked about it with somebody said something to you and you were like, do you not even like listen to like my job? Like what, like the work that I do? Yeah.
0: You know, I, I, I'll let you finish what you're saying, but I've had a, I've had moments of introspection since talking about that. And I've realized that I can't take things personally like that. For sure. Because everybody has a different experience and just because I don't necessarily agree with one person doesn't mean that I should should judge them for having that experience. And I think I've touched on this, but like what I feel is a larger societal issue and Mm. stuff
1: that we talk about Mm -hmm. every week on this podcast, Mm -hmm. I can't blame that on an individual. A hundred percent. No, no. But, and so that's what I was trying to like take a backseat. I'm like, it doesn't matter that they don't know that I talk about this all the time. Like that's one thing, but I, I was a little miffed. I was like, did you ever notice that I would like not eat a lot and that I had like problems at different po- like did you ever notice that ballet was hard for me and they told me to lose weight? Did you ever notice that like I would go up and down? Like did that ever say anything to you or like did you or did you just get mad when I was bigger? You know like did you ever think about my feelings or like I think it's possible
0: that they did No, but that they may have thought it was for your own good. A hundred percent. The whole culture of dance moms, dance parents, you know, that
1: the image is so important. And I think. And almond moms and, you know, Uh, generational trauma. Like I know, I know all these things and I really try not to blame them, but I was just like, I thought we've had this conversation and like, I really need to spell it out. And I did. And again, it was called substantive. So. That's good. That's
0: a great way. Use it in a sentence today. Substantive. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. That's N U U L Y dot com, newly with two U's with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet,
1: sweet slumber
0: to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin. Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift-off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhood zero
1: compromise vacation. The ultimate never-done-that-can't-wait-to-do-it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas.
0: Should we read our dear DST today? Yes. Would you
1: like to read it? Sure. Okay. Here we go. Dear DST, first of all, thank you for all the advice, laughs, and confidence you have given me. I have struggled with disordered eating for the majority of my life. I am finally starting to have a healthy relationship with food. After a lot of self-talk, this sounds like me this week, I went to a Chinese buffet with my family to carve my pregnancy cravings. Everything was great until I opened my fortune cookie, Attached. The Fortune Cookie says, regenerate your system through diet and exercise. Save the cookies. <laughs> this is what? the funniest
0: thing since uh, Weight Watchers offering Ozempic, Ozempic prescriptions.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says, how can a cookie company say, save the cookies Do you and you need to diet? Did the Fortune Cookie Company forget who their audience is? It ruined my night and it filled me with a lot of guilt. How do I ignore this and not let it put me into an unhealthy mindset? Sincerely, a buffet craving bitch. Ah. Um, yeah, it would bother me too. Especially because it's at the end of the meal.
0: What is that fortune cookie really doing to you at that point? What are you
1: doing?
0: Like no one needs a donut, no one needs a fortune cookie. Like everybody knows that. The fortune cookie is like, do you come here often? Don't (laughs) (laughs) the fortune cookie the fortune cookie is like, remember free stuff? Let's take all the joy out of it. Yeah, like okay, and I've said this about fortune cookies—they they're terrible. I hate fortune
1: cookies, <laughs>
0: but the fortunes are supposed to be fun. Yeah, I love a fortune. Oh, never... you don't like
1: the flavor of them? Yeah, I just, the cookie. Yeah, right, right, right. The right. cookie itself. I, I just don't know think if it's... I like. I, I I like the flavor. I don't like the the consistency or whatever. Like yeah. I feel like it always cuts the roof of your mouth and like the sides of your mouth. and it stuff. It totally does. It's like cap and crunch. But I'm so superstitious that like if I like. The fortune. the fortune. I'm like, I gotta eat this thing or it won't come true.
0: I've never heard that one. It's crazy, isn't is it? Is that a you thing or <laughs> I think is it's that, a me thing? Yeah, I've never heard that in uh, in popular culture. But yeah. no, I mean, first of all, <laughs> yeah. If I opened this cookie and saw this fortune, I think I would file a complaint. Yeah, I really think <laughs> I, I really think I would. Um, I don't like regenerate your system. Uh, I, I just don't like that terminology. Save the cookies. I mean. Why didn't you guys think of that before you don't passed Don't give us out. the cookies. Yeah. No, like, fuck uh,
1: off. Huh, huh, huh. <laughs> um, why <laughs> don't you tie this fortune to a celery stick and deliver it to the table, you weirdo? Right. It's don't like some he... kind of, like, psych test. Yeah. Like, with the kids and the marshmallows or whatever. They have a double-sided
0: mirror. Yeah. A
1: two-way mirror. And, <laughs> and they see who cracks it open, looks at it, and then they're like, I guess I won't eat this. cookie." Okay. <laughs> I want to answer your question, though. So. Yeah. It
0: says it. Okay. You say that this ruined your night. Yeah. I, I have had nights like this before. Like, I, I think that I am in a place that if I opened this fortune cookie, I would be pissed. Same. But it wouldn't ruin my whole night. But I have been there before. So don't think that that's dramatic. It's absolutely not. In fact, my nights have been ruined by far less. Yeah. A wrinkle in my sheet. You know, mm. it's been
1: ruined by. She's the princess in the pea. I can feel everything I really kind of (laughs) am I've been sleeping on the couch with this puppy no I would feel really annoyed like it's just such a it's like a gas lighter of a cookie and I don't know how it made it through it's just not uh it doesn't really make sense it shouldn't have passed the bar it's not like inspirational
0: no like isn't a fortune supposed to be like big sack of money is just around the corner like it's supposed to make you feel good that's the whole point they're running out of
1: fortunes I this is what I think so maybe that's the thing they're like they just don't know what to say we did everything positive now let's gaslight and shame people yeah or maybe it's like it's a shame cookie you're on
0: the naughty list they give you the naughty cookie yeah
1: um well you don't deserve that I'm sorry I'm sorry it like ruined your whole night yeah uh you try say to, it filled try you with a lot it. of guilt. Try to spin it into let's ruin their lives. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it fills you with a lot of guilt. I'm here to tell you, you don't need to feel guilty about eating a fucking fortune cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many other things to feel guilty about. Um, <laughs> not eating a fortune cookie. How do, how do you ignore you, this?
1: You're feeding two people. That's a good point. She's a... A pregnant human you should be eating two cookies oh my god maybe they were telling the baby to save the cookies because it it can't eat it yet (laughs) no or maybe (laughs) they're telling the
0: mama save Mm -hmm. the cookies for For your baby baby. yeah (laughs) send it down those fallopian tubes Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's how it works don't at me um (laughs) (laughs) how do you ignore this and not let it put back put you back into an unhealthy mindset fake it till you make it, girl. Like, I really think these things come up and there's no way to avoid it. Mm. It's like being on the subway and seeing those ads that are just like, you know, only 25 grand for liposuction. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, And you see that in the middle of your day when mm-hmm. you're not prepared for it and it, it catches you off guard. It makes you feel shitty. The only thing that you can really do is fake it till you make it. Yeah. If you want the cookie, eat it. If you don't, then... Set it aside, but don't let it be because a piece of paper told yeah. you to.
1: I think like the be- the the easy or the optimal response would be neutral, right? It doesn't hurt you, it doesn't help you, it doesn't make you think anything. But until you get to neutral, and if you can't fake neutral, get fucking mad. Yeah, like I'm mad, and I'm I wouldn't be like, oh, you. I, I'm mad, and and you're right. It's like no, I'm mad because you're stupid, and fuck you
0: she's pointing down as if at the cookie. cookie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're so fired up at this cookie right now. Um, well, fuck this cookie. I'm, I completely agree with you. Like I, I think, um, anger is an emotion that I have turned to before when I wasn't able to process my emotions. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason is because it's the most easily accessible, Mm. right? Like getting mad about something, there's always something underneath it. And, and you can dissect that later, Mm -hmm. but like, it's good to be mad at diet culture.
1: It's hurt, yeah. Anger is hurt coming out without tears, yeah. It just it like I'm. Whenever I'm angry, it's because I'm like upset, but like me too. And, and, and I also this cry is an upsetting from being cookie, angry, of course. And instead of I don't know that that it's like oh like for some reason crying depletes me and sadness depletes me and anger at least revs me up a little. It invigorates you, yeah. I'm so revved up by Scandaval, still. Remy, <laughs> you need to stop bringing it up. Because I, I never will. I never will. Okay. <laughs> you just did. But okay. No, I said I never will stop. Oh, you never
0: will stop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. R- we just, we don't have time for it today. No, I but know. But you and I can schedule an appointment to talk about Scandaval because I've listened to all the podcasts at this point. Oh, good. All these cast members have podcasts. I
1: know. It's wonderful.
0: It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean- Do you remember like the simple life? Can you imagine if Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie just
1: had a podcast
0: where they talked about the simple life? Be fun. The perfect accoutrement. No, but it's
1: it's especially fun because since all of these people are past people and they're fired, they're like willing to give like the drippiest tea. Yeah. True.
0: Yeah, Kristen Doty has been. Doty uh, is killing it. She's on a tear. Um, Yeah, I. This is this is all that I can say about this. I would say continue to fake it till you make it with this. Remy says get angry. I think both options are good
1: options. Um, I would have talked about it at the table at least and like shown everybody and been like, oh, I is wonder this if she joke? did. Yeah. I wonder if she
0: did. Yeah. I Yeah, because nobody would look at that and think that was normal. Yeah. Every fortune I've ever gotten, even if they were stupid, it was all like big things that were about to happen. Not yeah. like, Tisk, tisk, don't touch the dessert. Yeah. I I'm just baffled right now. Yeah. So we're on the same page as you. Um Did you eat the cookie?
1: Yeah, let us know. I need to know. And did you read the fortune to everybody else and what was their take? I have to know.
0: And also, did eating the cookie regenerate your system? Because I think that's more likely to do that mm. than diet and exercise. Just uh, my personal opinion.
1: Maybe exercise, right? Totally. Like exercise diet makes, makes me tired.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cookies. There's nothing like having a cookie before a gym session. I've said it before For and sure. I'll say it again.
1: How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse
0: yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready
1: for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at Aruba.com.
0: Do we wanna wrap up
1: with last licks? We can do a last licks, but before we do that, I just wanna have I ever told you the thing about? the Squishmallows, and the sexism.
0: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, No, I I thought you were just going to, never mind. No, it's not about
1: baby time. It's about, so Squishmallows come with a name and like a backstory, basically. Like a Beanie Baby, kind of. Totally. But I don't remember Beanie Babies having backstories.
0: You're right. Now now that I think about it, they they just had
1: names. So the first Squishmallow I got was named Delphine. She's a girl. She's French. She's French. And she's an axolotl and she's adorable. And her thing about her is like, Delphine loves hearts and chocolates and everything cute or whatever. But like the sugar's too much for her. So she's going on a diet and she's only eating dark chocolate. I'm not kidding. No. I'm not kidding. This is on Delphine's tag or whatever. Delphine. I felt so bad for her. So then I got another Squishmallow from my nephew, Oliver, as you you know him. Mm -hmm. This guy is Dizo. He is an anglerfish and he's a boy. And about Dizo it's like he's a marine biologist he hopes to whatever and i like showed these squishmallows to my parents and i was like isn't this fucked up like dizo has aspirations and delphine is on a diet and one of my parents goes that's so fucked up and the other one goes what you want delphine to have a job <laughs> <laughs> i um i thought you were going to be like
0: they said, it's not that deep, Remy. Because I could see somebody being <laughs> like, listen, Remy, I mean, these are pillows at the end of the day. Yeah, it's not yeah. that deep. But I actually think it's deeper it's deep. than we give it credit for. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because we want the girl Squishmallows to appeal to the girls, uh-huh. not we as in you and I, but we society. as society or yeah. like the people, the company society. making yeah. these products. Yeah. And they want the anglerfish, the boy, to appeal to the boys. mm mm-hmm. So then you don't think that like when these kids are getting to reading age and they're reading, oh, Delphine needs to go on a diet yeah. or they're reading, uh, what was his name? Dizo. Diesel. Dizo's Diesel. a marine biologist. You don't think that affects them? Of course it does. Of course it does. Um, and my nephew, Oliver, uh-huh. said the other day, because he learned in school, I'm so pissed about this. They shouldn't be teaching them this young. They're in the second grade. What? About healthy eating and how, like, there are, you know, junk foods uh-huh. and then you should be eating vegetables. Those are healthy, but you shouldn't be eating junk foods because those are unhealthy. He comes home and he says that he wants to go on a diet. Oh, He's no. seven years old. So it's not like I think this only applies to girls or no, like that only not. would affect girls. I think it it infiltrates children's minds
1: regardless of their gender. Yeah, but why did the word diet come up? I don't see that is what I'm
0: still unclear on. Because
1: you can teach them about healthy foods and oh yeah, oh, totally, this totally. Is and why my, you eat tomatoes? And- my sister
0: asked me what I think I should do, and God, I can't even imagine how difficult it would be to have a kid and you want them to be nourished mm-hmm. and you want, but you don't want them to have a fucked up relationship with food. Yeah, striking that balance is really hard, and I can see that it's really hard when it's dinner time with
1: them and totally. she's feeding them.
0: I I know how hard it is. And I so I think she
1: could also say, well, do you know that mommy's also had this education and I would never feed you an unbalanced diet? Yeah. You know, because like, don't, don't worry yourselves. Cause right now you're under your mom and dad's house. Right. And like, we know all this stuff and like, we're not going to over give you junk food or anything like that.
0: You're so right. Because that. Kind of cuts to the main issue, which is like he shouldn't even have to concern himself to with that. He doesn't have to worry about it. He He's doesn't seven. buy the
1: groceries. Yeah. But wait, so Squishmallow chat. Yeah. So I, every time I see Squishmallows now, I always investigate. What's their name? What's their gender? Do they have a job? Do they have aspirations? Are they on a diet? Like, what's going on? Where
0: do you see them? Where do they sell them? Walgreens, malls. Okay. Um,
1: so you know. I've
0: walked by them before and I just haven't For seen sure. them. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, and then on <laughs> Christmas... Ben surprised me with a giant Squishmallow named Tinley or whatever. And he had been really sick the day before. So he missed like all of Christmas and or like Christmas Eve. I wake up at like four in the morning. He's gone. I go downstairs. He's like wrapping gifts and stuff. But I see this massive Tinley sitting in a chair or whatever. And I was like, oh, fuck, I ruined the surprise or whatever. Like maybe this Ray and Jane got it for me and whatever. And I was like, oh, did you get this for me? And he goes, yes. And he like (laughs) guides me over to her and he goes, this is Tinley. She's very smart and she has a job. (laughs) (laughs) What's her job? Tinley is the head chef of a restaurant and she makes Nona's famous pasta for her grandmother's pasta. So So chic. So chic. She eats. She has got a job. So I don't think that sexism is like totally pervasive in the Squishmallows universe. Okay,
0: that's good to know. Yes. Uh, Another thing of note is that... Most chefs are actually men, so she's a pioneer in that industry mm. as well. Mm. It is also surprising that that so many chefs Aren't are men. Are more chefs men? At least the notable, successful ones, which might be a, a separate well, issue. Isn't
1: history written by men? True.
0: Yeah, that might be a separate issue, but I, I do think, like in most of the top restaurants, like let's say in New York City, most of the head chefs are men. Mm-hmm. When I worked at a catering company, the chef, the head chef, was always a man. Mm. I, I do think there are. More men, although somebody could fact check me on a DS Teachable moment if they would For like sure. to.
1: I also will say that a lot of um, jobs and names, once women start moving into those fields, pe- men don't want to do them as much. Uh, <laughs> so like the name Lindsay was initially a man's name. And then when women started being named Lindsay more, they were like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to be feminine or whatever, because that's like the worst thing you could be. Right. Ballet, invented by men. Mm. High heels, invented by men. You know, that's and then
0: that's strange because I feel like now the name trends are going in the opposite way. Like um, Remy is actually very popular a for a boy name. right now. Yeah. And there are other ones that I can't think of. But like people are really into the, quote, feminine names for boys, mm-hmm. just
1: as much as gender neutral names for girls. I love an are and more and name I mean, I, I do too. Neutral. Yeah. I, I used to hate it. And now I'm like, oh, this is so me. My parents got it so right. They're pretty, co- it's pretty cool. I yeah. don't,
0: I'm not sure I could rock it. Like, I don't fancy myself a Sam or uh. like a, you know what I mean? Like, I'm very feminine. Not today. You can't do makeup with a puppy running around. But um, <laughs> let's
1: do last licks and then wrap up. My last lick was a burrito from Chipotle. Mm. I get carnitas. Mm. I get no rice with people. People think that's like so weird. I don't think you need rice in a burrito. I don't think you do. And I like the other flavors more. Yeah. and So I want more of them. So I get no rice. I get carnitas. I get corn. I get the mild salsa, sour cream, cheese, lettuce. Guac? Roll it up. No guac. Um, and then I'll usually. Do you usually... just not like guac or not in your burrito? I like mm, I like it, but not in the burrito. No, I don't want that Fair. texture. In there. It's like extra mushy. Yeah. Guac is extra.
0: Guac is. I I actually have two T-shirts. I don't know how I ended up with two Mm -hmm. that say I know that guacamole is extra. And by accident, I wore it to a Chipotle once, and they gave me free guac. (laughs) That's amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was Um, the best day of my life. But yeah, then I had. I always like cut it half down the middle, and I'll eat half, and then the second half, I I don't know why I do. It just like starts to get too soggy. Yeah. So I'll take off the burrito and put the rest of it in a bowl and just eat it like that.
0: Then you get a burrito and a, and bowl. a burrito bowl. Yeah. Fun. Fun. I've been getting back into PB&J.
1: Nice. Old
0: standard. Mm. And uh, the other day I needed to make something quick. It, I The day got away from me. It was already two o'clock and I was like, wow, I am starving. Mm-hmm. I had a packet of oatmeal and Ooh. I thought PB&J oatmeal. It's got to be a thing. Mm -hmm. All it is is instant oatmeal, plain, Mm -hmm. and a big scoop of peanut butter, natural, crunchy, unsweetened, unsalted. And then a heap of jelly. And it Mm. happened to be peach jam, if that's relevant to you. (laughs) You mix it up. It's like a PB&J sandwich that you can eat with a spoon. It
1: was very satisfying. And you can always go creamy if you don't like chunky.
0: Totally, totally. And... I like both. Yeah. The chunky just feels more substantive. Substantive. (laughs) Fun. And that was our last licks. Please share your last licks on our Instagram, slide in our DMs. Hell yeah. I really love hearing what you guys are eating. Me too. And all of your thoughts for that matter. Mm -hmm. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to DST at Betches.com to get them answered.
1: Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please rate us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, subscribe to the show. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And, of course, we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge morales Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn guest booking by Allie Friedlander.
0: Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.